doing this shit since day one chris and chris chris uh i have a couple things i want to talk to you about but first of all how you doing today we're doing this late it's a saturday shit happens. yeah we're busy people we have lives big we got a big big afternoon ahead of us of ncaa games so we're gonna get to some redoing our bracket talk about some funny ncaa related things maybe get into some trade deadline stuff i'm trying to do a little like recap so people like want to know if they want to listen to this or not even though we never stay on topic and we'll probably get around to one half of those topics. And that's two. But first I wanted to talk about something that I think is a topic that we've always been interested in. In fact, it was like the basis for our original podcast, which was called Bob's Your Uncle. Uh, I was thinking about something today. I was washing my dog, you know, as I do. Mm. And, uh, and I said, oh, don't worry, Kate. The light's at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Which is a funny thing to think of. I was uh-huh. like, what the fuck did that come from? Light? And my guess is, because it's a positive, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, there's something good's happening. So it must right. have been like, you were like waiting for a train. And you're like, oh, it's never going to come. And then you're like, oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming. Yeah. Well, don't you have to be on the train in a tunnel to see? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh. I think you're like looking into a tunnel. Yeah. And you're like, then you finally see the, the light coming. You're like, oh, it's coming. Uh, oh okay that was my thought i can't think of another reason why light at the end of the tunnel would be otherwise it's like fuck there's a light at the end of the tunnel we should hurry (laughs) the only other thing i can think yeah it's like sort of um well there's the other what yeah i mean if it's a really long tunnel and you're like fuck this is dark and you're going into a tunnel and then you're sort of like oh oh the end of the tunnel yeah like Like how when am i going to get to the end of this oh that makes more sense right because you're like i'm sick of this tunnel yeah, and the, or the only other thing is like is like coal miners or something down in the tunnels, like, and then as they come back out, they finally see the light. That's and they're so like, so that okay, great. That's per, that's perfect because I was thinking it's got to be something old and right. Yeah, and I think you're probably. Right. I think you nailed it. I think it's probably coal mine thing. So that whatever those sayings are, light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, you know the whatever. Like they're they're always like. You have to like find out what they meant, and it's usually based on some something that happened in the olden days, right? Yeah, right. Of so course. Are there any of those whatever euphemisms? I don't know what they're called. Idiosms, euphemisms. I, I don't yeah. know either. Uh, they idiosms. Uh, are there any modern day ones? Are there any like? I don't think so. Are there any like? Oh my! I've got one percent. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, could, I feel like we're really sleeping on some opportunities. So that in a hundred years from now, people are like, yeah, so they used to have to use fucking stupid phones that they called phones that weren't even actually phones, and they called them smartphones, so that's a funny one. But like, th- there has to be things like that. Like, we need to come up with some. We need to come up with some that signify our time and place now so that they're, be- they're said a hundred years from now, people like, harken back to our day. Right. And I... I- I've thought of this before as well. Of course you have. Along these lines, at least. And of like, and, and where are ours? Seen, where are ours? I don't think they're ever going to come or exist because I think we're too inundated with other things. 
Is it going to be like LOL? Is that our shit? Is our shit YOLO? Uh, probably. Is our shit FOMO? Like it, like, yeah, probably. That's that's what people are going to be like, yeah, back in the day. But they're not going to be as catchy to, or to, as long-lasting, I don't think, to, either. They used to be, yeah, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, in the olden days, they used to have to like write with their fingers, and they were too lazy to do that, so they wrote YOLO <laughs> or SMH. Yeah, but I, th- I think our brains aren't capable of like, we're, like, probably back in the old days, people just sat around at night and talked and talked and like, or thought of things, you know, and like by candlelight and we're like, you know, and then that made them think of some, you know, like think of something like that. Yeah. Whereas now, like, I think people are too preoccupied and busy with day to day minutia. There's also too many distractions, right. To have to cut, like sit there and think of like these little sayings for sure. And literature plays a role. I think a lot of them come from like a book, like, right. Right. Older than a wooden fart or something. (laughs) It's written by John Steinbeck. Oh my god, that was... <laughs> that is something my dad would have said completely. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that is exactly. I just made it up. I just made it up. I did it. We used to call we. So my dad would have all these sayings, and I know you made that up. And I exactly. <laughs> I and mean, that's the thing. And that's my point is that my dad used to say have these old sayings and it's like say stuff like that, exactly like that. And my brother and I took to calling them Bobisms. Oh, that's awesome. Because his name was Bob, and he would just come up with these sayings, and we were like, "That makes no sense," and like, it, that can't be like an thing. actual saying that, that like. Yeah. And I think he used to like pull like, you used to get him confused or like pull a couple of them together or combine yeah. them. Yeah. Because he, but he would actually, he actually said at one point he said uh, something kind of didn't go right or something, and he's like, "Well, that went over like a fart in a balloon." <laughs> and my brother and I looked at each other. We were like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't." And literally, we thought about it for a long time. And we were like, "That." makes no sense that's great that's a yeah good, that's a great one i yeah. i i like a wooden fart is like <laughs> that is <laughs> so great so my mom used to say that that kid can't sit still he's like a fart in a skillet which always <laughs> grossed me out and i thought she made it up and then like some college coach said it this year so no. like some like hillbilly college coach was like a ding dang ding that guy's like a fart in a skillet and like the the, the radio announcers in Pittsburgh were like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, they just could not stop talking about it. They thought it was the weirdest shit in the world. And I was like, actually, yeah. I grew up with that weird, oh my God. gross saying. My mom said, so everything my mom said was gross. Like, she would be <laughs> like, yeah, oh, you look so tired. You looks like your eyes are too, like, pee holes into something. I can't remember. It's like, all gross. <laughs> and my dad, my dad, too. My dad used to say everything was Mickey Mouse. Mm, yeah if it was a piece of shit which i yeah i could never, i remember that i could never figure that out i was like what's wrong yeah. with mickey mouse oh yeah. that's goddamn mickey mouse engine like yeah yeah, yeah. mickey yeah. mouse it's funny mickey yeah mouse. but like yeah where did that come from why is mickey mouse like a bad thing man? i don't know it's fucking mickey mouse i mean i'm yeah. grateful it's mickey mouse and not something else because it's very <laughs> well, well very yeah. well easily could have been my dad yeah my dad somehow kept it clean and and was racially <laughs> sensitive so so i i don't know how he made it out but he did um yeah so anyway yeah if you i i can't think of any good new new like i can't think of anything that like you could be like oh this signifies that like right uh, except right. for like all i can think of is battery life like that's like like i'm on one percent or i've got like two percent battery yeah like, there's some, do, there is something there say, i think like, you got, i got two percent yeah. like yeah. like oh uh, i don't feel great i got two percent battery and right. then people would be like down the road would be like, oh yeah, yeah. Back in the day, they used to yeah. like people would the stress phones out. used to like die quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
That's the only one I could think of. So so put your mind to it. That's it. Okay. All right. A, that's what's happening to me today. That's where there's also, but that's but that's also sort of thing too, right? There's no like great novels of our era. Well, yeah, that's necessarily. The Is there like there are people just aren't reading though. <laughs> they just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but that's sort of the point too, then, right? Is that you're not you're not getting noticed or remembered like that, like you used to, like a hundred years ago, right? Like Catch Twenty Two or. Or, you know, like, or Big Brother, like those are sayings that we use a lot now because they came from yeah, literature. Animal Farm. Well, you don't. When was Animal Farm wrote? When did... Wrote? When was it yeah. wrote? It written. Was, written. Was wrote. <laughs> wrote about. I don't know. Or the nineteen eighty four. Like when was when were those uh... the forties? Those are mm. all like Steinbeck. Do, yeah, okay, don't see. don't quiz me on don't quiz me on 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 literature, especially. In it's not a true literature. quiz. I'm just you know like I, there is, right. Okay, so all that. I read Grapes of Wrath for the first time this year, so. I'm I've bo- never, I'm I'm behind. Written, written. <laughs> I'm behind. Jesus, I got some cocktails this morning or something. <laughs> All right, so let's get. I'm to as the- drunk as a pig in a penthouse. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, she's as hot as a half fucked whore in church. That's one that people used to say. Half fucked. Just gross, dude. Just and tips. To- that is, that's an idiotism that's been me too. You can't be, yeah, you can't right? be saying half fucked whore at all. No, there's probably no, there's no. probably a gentler. No, the proper term is full fucked now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a gentler version of that. There's definitely one. There's like one that like you can say. That's yeah, not as, yeah, not as yeah. bad. Anyway, uh. Let's get let's get off this topic unless you got anything to add. I think we did good. No, I think that I think we should stop there. Yeah. Um. So college basketball season is upon us. It's mm, we're deep, it's almost over. We're deep into it. Yeah. After today, tournament. Yeah. Weird. It's weird that it's happening while bat NBA basketball is on, like the trade deadline, and then like I don't know. I kind of like it to be honest with you. Why is that weird? It happens every year. Trade deadline's usually like around November, isn't it? No. Thought, Wait, for basketball? No. Yeah, I thought basketball start. NBA should. It's usually right. NBA after, should be I, it might be a right. little bit past longer than the normal. It's usually right around. I thought the um the All Star weekend. I see, I, but also we did no season start weird. I thought this season started off time. It seems started at Christmas, right? Yeah, I mean, so it started shorter, but All Star games usually like in February, end of February. So it's just a month off, maybe. Maybe, maybe, and it might be slightly off. Huh. I'm. But you're right. It's a nice time. It's kind of a nice. Together time on it's those a two good things. together time. It's a it's good, gr- it's a great time. together time. Man, uh, I should be a I should be a literary novelist. You should. This is actually another question. Sort of like I've got, I've got great words. I've got for you. That's a weird one. Uh, I've been watching college basketball. I noticed there's a lot of bulldogs. You know, like there's like yeah mascots. Bulldogs like the number one, right? Like it is. There's not a lot of other dogs involved. There's a, there's no like Dobermans. Like there's the Huskies. And yeah, like there's wild, a couple huskies and wildcats, but bulldogs are the I most think, prevalent, I think, of all of the sports. This was a trivia question. Some not in the last year or two. Really? I remember this. Some someone posted that, and it, it bulldog is like by far and away, which is so cool because I'm a bulldog owner. Yeah, and it just right. goes to show like bulldogs are at some point in time were like the shit. Yeah, and people were like, eh, like that was just a good ass mascot to have. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no. St. Bernard's. <laughs> There's no. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? The only one I can think of is the Boston Terriers. Who's, who's is the that? only kind of like random, like 
other dog that off the top of my head that's kind of like um, who's in a who's the Boston Terriers? I don't know any team that's the Boston Terriers. It's Boston University, isn't it? I think are the Boston Terriers. But they're not. But they're not good in sports, so you don't really see or hear yeah, them. Yeah, I, I think there's yeah there's probably a handful of those. Like they're like like once in a while a team like St. Bonaventure's comes through and they're like you know the Dane the Great Danes. I yeah, think isn't that yeah, Albany? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I think for for my money. Bulldog is a tried and true. In fact, the Hoyas, Hoya isn't a bulldog. They were just like, well, we can't do a Hoya. Let's just make the bulldog our mascot, even though a Hoya is like a weird old Protestant man or something like that. <laughs> it's like the it's like the the Padres. Yeah, a Hoya is a eight eight a nineteenth century slave owner. <laughs> Great. So we can't use that. How about a oh, bulldog? Yeah, let's use a bulldog. Yeah, Boston University Terriers. Yeah, yeah, stupid. But yeah, I still think, and I'm still excited about the by the fact that like a bulldog is still li- like considered a cool animal. Like, yeah, people really like them, and that makes yeah. me happy. As much as they're not that in favor anymore, you don't see a lot of bulldogs walking the streets. But you definitely don't see any basketball teams with like French bulldogs. So that um, made me happy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So man, we got a lot of history lessons going on on the show. I know. I don't know what it, what the answers are to any of these sort of medium trivia questions. I just, these are just observations, observations of a new father whose mind is a little blurry. That's all. That's what you got. It's what you get. It's what you're getting today. But I would wonder, is there a, another animal that should be more prevalent in like, I guess it's too late. There's not any new, new universities like Oral Roberts was like the most recent one. Well, and and most of the other ones who had offensive uh, mascots have changed them, I think, by now. Most. So that's the only other thing you could do is like if if a school sort of decides it doesn't want to do their mascot anymore. Right. Yeah. An animal uh, is a safe place for that, though. Right. But, but right. Like Bernie Doodle, that would be a fun yeah, one. Yeah, you got to get the Bernie Doodle. Yeah, there's a, more doodles now. Right. So I feel like a doodle would be a good... Everybody loves a doodle. <laughs> Fordham Doodles. Fordham Doodles. <laughs> the Fordham Yankee Doodles. <laughs> In fact, the Yankees should call themselves the Yankee Doodles. Mm, yeah, and then they could just have uh, a, a puppy. Yeah. The Fordham Doodles. <laughs> RJ, I'm sure, would like that. He would love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to petition for it because like, it just works better. It sounds great. Or like the Denver Doodles. <laughs> Nuggets, Nuggets is the worst. Doodle, way better. The Denver Doodles. Yeah, see, like, like Syracuse, like they get rid of the orange thing, and they just have like. Um... Well, the orange men is a little sexist. Yeah, well, I think it's just the orange now. They are just the orange. They're not the orange. I think they're just the orange now. Really? I think they had to. Ch- I think they changed that because of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Huh. Well, good for them. Way to be. Ahead. Yeah. Way to be ahead of the curve, Buddy Beheim. <laughs> Uh, speaking of speaking of Buddy Beheim, there's some fucking segue for you. Ooh. Uh, in a, I think what what I had originally wanted to do on this pod, but I, I we just the research was just too difficult. But I I thought after watching this Reeves fella, do you remember his, what's his University name? of Oklahoma? What's his first name? Jerkbag Reeves. <laughs> Holy fuck, this guy! I I'm watching I'm watching Oklahoma. I hate that. T- I immediately. 
Catch wind Austin. of this. Oh, it's Austin. Catch wind of this Austin Reeves. Douche. Of course, it's Austin. Yeah. I'm watching them play Gonzaga, and fortunately for me, you and RJ are both watching. So I get into a little text chain. You guys both completely agree with me that this guy is like classic piece of shit, like just tried and true, privileged, shit, annoying like college basketball sneering player, sneering college basketball player. He's like single handedly fucking up the flow of his team by taking the shot every time he has the ball. He's got zero penetration. He does nothing without the ball. He's he except for stand there. He's only like a dribble shoot guy. And they and the announcers are like geeking on him. Like they're Ugh, like they're all just, over his team. Is there anything a boring broadcast team loves more than a college fucking privileged white kid who can make a couple three-pointers? No. No, they hang their hats on it. What the fuck? It's, I, it's crazy how that is just a a go to for NCAA tournaments past. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, like most of the time, the announcers are white themselves. Uh, th- I think there's there's sort they, of they there's see a, something in there's, of them. There's a co- yeah. Like there's a I, color bias. And I might not. I mean, it, that's kind of what pops in my head. But it's like it, I think they get excited. Like most people get excited when there's when there's a, you know, what they deem a good white basketball player because there's, they're few and far between these days. And they, but they, they, they see themselves in them. They see that hardworking, went to youth group. Right, because then they, throw the, they start throwing in those, those sort of stereotypes and phrases. Yeah, that he's a, oh, he's a hard worker. He's a gym yeah, rat, you yeah. know, and he's, Dad he's was crafty. A coach. And he's, Dad was a coach. Yeah, coach's co- son. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like, no, man. Like, the guy was Mr. Arkansas or something, right? You know, he like, was also he, fucking up the flow of his team. His team had a chance, and he just could not, he couldn't do anything. Like, he wasn't helping his team. He, and, right. And they, right. The, the announcers were egging him on. They're like, shoot. Yeah. Do you, they, right. What they need right. to do is get that guy. If it wasn't ball. for him, he wouldn't, they, they wouldn't be in this game. You know, yeah. it's like, well. They were, the, he's the, they were playing off. Also, it didn't help too that that uh, Gonzaga like had, for some reason wasn't playing defense on him and he was able to sort of drive to the basket and get fouls well, the whole were, time. They were playing too. off, but at the same time, Timmy's having like a career night. And right, they can't say anything about him. It was so weird. The the I guess what it brought up to me is like this is a trend that's been going on in college basketball as long as I've been watching it. Mm-hmm. Like by immediate, like if I could think back as far as I could, I immediately jumped to Bobby Hurley. I I mean I go even farther back to Danny Ferry. Okay, Danny, in the '80s, Danny Ferry is a good pull. I mean, should we go as far as Pete Maravich? No, he was. <laughs> uh, but it's also like, but Danny Ferry was also like a, a really good basketball player who got drafted and had an NBA career to some degree. But I, I think ours, I, I think he, he, I think he's a little too kind of above our the fray for our what we're thinking. I think these are the guys who like they peak. They have like these these a couple like good games, especially in the tournament. Who, who shine, who, who get the shine from the commentators and the broadcasters and those kinds of things, but aren't that really great. But people kind of put them a little bit higher on a pedestal than they probably should. Yeah. And there's also the guy that people like, there's like the next one. Like there was that guy, Damon something or other that like came out and like when we were in junior high, it was like, he was supposed to be the next big white, great player. I mean, I, I go, I'll, I'll try to look it up in, at some point. Okay. But, but like, so if you're going back as far as Danny Ferry, I personally, the, the, the one who made it for me is Steve Nash. Like when he was at Santa Clara, like people were losing their mind. Like yeah. the, that one, that one. But he run, was also really good. I that mean, that one he had run talent. they had they, where he went super crazy. Syracuse has had a handful. McNamara oh, comes to yeah. mind. 
Like just yeah. those piece of shit guys that you're just like, like there has to be like a top 10 and it's hard to look them up. Cause you're right. Like they, they're flashing the pants, but it's, it's Eric Devendorf. Exactly. Another right. Syracuse guy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, you've got, I mean, you look, I want to say Gugliotta, but I think he was actually legit good. Yeah. Wally Zerbiak. He was a, he was never, never amounted to shit, but he had a good tournament and everybody loved that guy. Everybody mm-hmm. went crazy for Wally Zerbiak. There was, there's, there's, I mean, he had an NBA career, so I, to me, kinda, he's a little more legit. And, and that's the fucked up part is that these guys sometimes get NBA careers and they shouldn't because yeah, of these yeah. tournaments. I'm looking at you, Kyle Guy. I'm looking at you, Jimmer Fredette. Yeah, I'm, you know, right. like there's there's an endless supply of guys that got get one to two year. And basically, there's any careers. white guy who played for Duke or Syracuse, I think, is really you know because there was like Greg Paulus. Yeah. For who's, Duke, who was like really nothing at all. Who's the fuck that keeps tripping everybody? Grayson? Yeah, Grayson Allen. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. He like there, and, yeah. and yet there was Steve uh, Wojciechowski exactly. or whatever for Duke back in the 90s. Yeah. Th- those guys get, they're, they're just endless praise. And it used to yeah. be, I think, and this was the Duke formula, get a, get a white guy to run point mm-hmm. who, can, who can get hot shooting. Shoot threes, and yeah. Then, and then have all of your talent around there them. There was a formula. There was yeah. definitely a formula. There. And it was yep. a gross formula. And it, for some reason, it's still around in college basketball. You just have to dig a little deeper. I think, you know, some of the smarter coaches have moved away from that and been like, oh, actually, you don't have to have a white quarterback. You know, it's like, right. but like, but I think for a lot of those other guys, that's what they want. They want to see that TJ McConnell running the fucking point and then, like, right. you know, right. moving the pieces, being the floor general and then just chucking a fucking ton in the, in the tournament. And if the guy gets hot, suddenly he's like NBA quality. It's a, right. I, right. Because they get put on a pedestal a little bit more and then they're like, oh, maybe this guy's got some do. talent. This guy's good, but he's actually not. Steph Curry a, got fucking passed up. What? Mm, where did he get drafted? Like the, ninth. Like, uh, absurd. If he was white, he would have got one or two. <laughs> <laughs> there was the Marshall Henderson. Remember Marshall Henderson from Old Miss? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was course. guys like that that, that kind of shined. They got a little more shine because of the tournament too, and that's the other thing. There was Aaron Kraft from Ohio State oh. a few years ago too. Yes. I mean, so you know, it's, these guys still yeah. exist. That was the yeah. thing that like yeah. bummed me out. Like I'm just. I, I get and and then you, and then right you also now, but then you also you had like the bigger guys too like Mark Madsen from Stanford and like Tyler Hansborough who was like Psycho T or whatever they nicknamed yeah. him because he had blood on his face or yeah. something you know and but, then, but he actually wasn't that well, tough then we're that just good of a go player into a, into a long list of like and North Carolina and Duke players who were like yeah like, yeah like we're just white and hate Duke them. had like the guards like North Carolina had the big guys it seemed like too I feel like for, the new home for that is Michigan Michigan's just all the like hateable white guys both the fucking the Wagner brothers, like this dude that Philly just picked up, this zit-faced piece of shit. Like why? Like every ugly white dude is fucking. Who's the Who's the shooter from Miami now too? That was uh, Duncan uh, fucking Robinson. Duncan Robinson, Punch, most boy. punchable yeah. face in the fucking NBA. Yeah, God. wasn't uh, what was the other three-point shooter guy that like he wasn't that good, but he was teams kept signing him to contracts. Wasn't he from Michigan? Uh, hot Hot Sauce Castillo or whatever his name was. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought maybe you were thinking of Novak. Yeah, was it Novak or the? There was another guy that was like Novak. Um, oh, they were getting run here. The last they they finally stopped. People stopped signing because they actually weren't that towns good. But they were like six six and like three point shooters. They were kind of like guard forwards that actually couldn't play, but everyone thought they could shoot threes for them. Novak was one of them. There was another guy that was just like Novak. It's funny. It's always those corner three guys that like they're like, when they finally get somebody to d them up. They're like, oh, we're not going to play off you. They're like, wait, what do I do now? Like, it, yeah, am I supposed to? Am I supposed to move? Where do I go? 
<laughs> well, I can't just stand here. Yeah. That, I think that this tournament right now, and this is the game I'm looking most forward to, and thank God it's late, is Cuse Houston. Because uh, I can't wait to see Buddy Beheim against like the 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 mean streets of fucking Houston. Like that guy, Buddy Beheim is like the last one mm-hmm. of this tournament. Oh right? God, yeah. He's the he's. I mean, he's the actual coach's son. Yeah. He's I that guy. Like, I would he be playing play. or let alone starting anywhere else? If no. his you know like if no. his dad wasn't the coach. No, I mean that's it's so crazy that that is still a thing. I remember that happened in my high school. Like I remember, like yeah, it was right, between exactly. there was a there was a spot between two players on for varsity. I was lo- I had long since been like removed from the team, but like <laughs> just as a as a fan, I remember there were two players up for the last spot, and one kid was a he wasn't even a coach's son; he was just a teacher's son, like at high school, and he oh, got the job, and right. he was definitely the lesser of the two. And I was like, it's just I I hate that kind of bullshit politics, and like yep. I mean, Cuse isn't good enough, and like everybody loves this story that Buddy Beheim, whose name isn't even Buddy, it's like yeah, something shitty. Drives me crazy with the stupid nicknames like yeah, that too. I know his mom nicknamed him. His mom nick his mom renicknamed renamed all of the kids. I read that somewhere. <laughs> so gross. Uh, Chris, update. What? Nick Stauskas. Oh God, yes, Stauskas, who fucking ended. He up went in to Philly. Michigan. Yeah, Stauskas, way overrated. That guy. Yeah. What did he get? He got drafted like top 10, I feel like. He, he went pick, way pick high. Eight. Yeah. Round one, pick eight, yeah. 2014. And then ended up in Philly. And then ended, ended up, up in Sacramento. I mean, he was in the tank Philly teams. He was like, they were like, when, yeah. when, yeah, there's, yeah. that was the Slip end of the shoot. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the other guy too. You just made me think of the coach's son is the, uh, the guy from Creighton. Um, his dad's the coach and he, he's with the Pacers now, I think. Um, McDermott. Yeah. Oh, Dylan right. McDermott, Wait. Or Sean McDermott, <laughs> Dylan Sean McDermott, yeah, Sean McDermott, way overrated, dude. Yeah, really, probably shouldn't be Doug playing McDermott. in the NBA, but just got a, like huge contract like a year or two ago because he's a white guy who could shoot. Yeah, if your name's not if your name's not Bogdanovich, I don't want you. Like, yeah, you, basically, yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. that's all that matters. All right, yeah. Well, basically, the it I it's something that it's a trend that it will never leave the NCAA. It's 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 ingrained. No, in it's DNA. Yeah. It's, because but there's always so there's always like I started thinking about too because it's harder to find those guys but there's always the guys that like like the McDermott from Creighton or like Wichita you know Wichita State which is actually where Austin Reeves started at Wichita State and then he transferred to Oklahoma but there's all like the small college guys like Gonzaga used to have a ton of them yeah uh you know like Dan Dickow and stuff I, although I kind of like those guys but I, that's probably because I like Gonzaga back exactly. in the, you know even then but Give him a pass. um but that's the other thing too is like if you're if, if you probably love that guy if it's your team college and everyone else hates him in the country but i feel there, i feel like there's so many of those guys in those smaller schools that get a little shine in the tournament because they there's an upset or two yeah and then they get a little run and they get a little recognition but then they fade away and you never hear from them again but that's probably the best thing that's a, just to circle back like th- that's the thing about this austin reeves guy they weren't even they were never closer than nine points like it yeah. wasn't like he was putting on a fucking display. Right. He wasn't right. even the top scorer in the game. Yeah. It was just they like were down by nineteen. They were tr- those announcers were trying so fucking hard to act like it was a competitive close game and to yeah. act like he was that guy right. that we've right. seen in this tournament so many times. Yeah, they wanted him to light the fucking spark and yeah. fucking run right. run shit so goddamn hard. And I'm like, fuck this. It's not gonna happen. It wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't gonna happen. Like he was in were, foul trouble. I have the whole time too. And, and like, it's just they, like they, they were he trying was, to, for, they were, they were trying to force the story there. I think exactly. They were, and it, they, and they it does. It, they so they weren't doing bad. him any favors. They wanted it so bad. 
Well, mm-hmm. Chris, uh, speaking of the tournament, since uh, since we're just gonna flow directly in, um, mm-hmm. and speaking of <laughs> our uh, our inability to predict anything appropriately, uh, we we did a we did a bracket. It's not terrible. We didn't like we we haven't we we're we're definitely not gonna win any money off of this bracket. Okay. All right. Uh, we, we you know there's just the there's just too many other people out there that picked better than us. Okay. Uh, but. We did have one. We did have one little perfect side, which was nice. Ooh, yeah. The Q's Houston's little chunk is uh is all of ours. Unfortunately, we didn't get all of the Midwest because Illinois really took it to us. Uh, I will say this: I've been waiting uh the past twenty nine minutes to toot my own horn, but boy, how about that Pac twelve, huh? Yeah, four teams in, four teams in. Nobody believed in them. I mean, I didn't believe in UCLA, so I can't really take that. Yeah, one. Yeah, that that one I didn't see coming that, at all. No, and that really hurt our bracket. And the Oregon yeah. State one, I like, even though they won the they won their the tournament, the the Pac twelve tournament. Like I I thought they were gonna. I didn't think they were that good, but they've. They I keep lo- winning. I love them today. I love them today. A plus seven against Loyola Chicago and plus- Sister Jean. Fuck, Sister Jean. Fuck. Oh my God, Chris. Fuck her. Are we You're really, going to hell in a hand are we re- Thank fucking God, as long as she's not there. Are we really wheeling that old Betty out again? Like, fuck her. Like, like uh, I just can't with her. Like, I can't with her. It's, I'm over it. Like, it's just hap- It's already over. Like, we really got to do this again? Like, again? Sister goddamn Jean? It's, it's demeaning to these kids that are playing their asses off. Another team overshadowed. By an old fucking crusty nun. I, probably I, regardless it. of her, I think they're actually... I, I, I didn't pay enough attention to them or even try to learn about them, but they're actually a really good team, it seems clearly, like. Clearly, they're very good. They destroyed uh, Illinois. And I, I, I wouldn't expect them to win this game today, but I know, want, what the fuck do I know? Yeah, exactly. I just like this plus seven. I think it can... I can oh, it's it plus could, seven. I, I yeah. see what you're saying. It's a cover. Yeah, okay. it's a cover. I'm not yeah. saying I want Oregon State to win. In fact, let's, uh, let's, we got 16 teams now. You want to run through real quick and pick, see, see who you like? No, let's see if we can make it happen. I mean, we don't have to, we won't do like a emergency, we won't do like a redo our bracket necessarily, but let's just pick these 16, <laughs> let's pick these eight games, okay? Let's do it. All right. So first, I'm just going to go run down top to bottom. Uh, it's the, the aforementioned uh, Crichton against uh, Gonzaga. I thought Crichton was no good. Creighton, Creighton, yeah, and they really weren't. They snuck one out against U- UCSB. It's weird the Big East teams are getting so fucking lucky because they're having to play no one. So Creighton's played a twelve and a played a thirteen, and now they're finally playing a number one. Uh, and the same thing goes for Nova, actually. So, what do you think? Is there any chance Creighton wins? I, I no, I can't see it. I mean, Gonzaga's playing so well. They're they're so well balanced and deep. And Gonzaga I mean, they- plays better than most teams when they're bad. Like that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, think, I didn't yeah, think they, they had a terrible against game the, against Oklahoma. I think, and, and they was, still crushed them. Basically. Yeah, it was never close. One by seven. In fact, I don't even see a world where they cover. I think that the thirteen's too much. What do no, you think? Not even close. No. All right, we're in agreement there. Let's move move down to a uh, to a Pac-12 uh, Dynamo game. Uh, this is tomorrow, actually. So it's USC Oregon. Do you have the lines in front of you by chance? I do. Uh, Oregon plus two. Ooh, which I'm now I, I actually looked this up earlier because 
I was interested. I was interested and in, in intrigued by this game. They both they kind of they both split. I think regular season games, and they kind of almost blew each other out. I think. Um, and then I think Oregon. I don't know if they beat them in the in the tournament, their own tournament, uh, Pac-12 tournament or whatnot. So, I kind of like Oregon still. Uh, a plus two, I think, is actually a little surprising to me because I thought they'd actually almost be favored. But USC seems to be they're rolling, bro. Yeah, and they're a really good team. I, this one could go either way. So, I, to me, like if just taking the points, I think would be would be a good thing to do here. Um, Take the two. But I'm open to uh, your suggestion. I like. I think USC is just playing so well. Okay. I, they 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 looked great. I I've liked them this whole tournament. I, I'm actually pissed off that they're, they these two teams have to play each other I, in in this tournament. Totally now too. agree. Totally agree. They should be running on on another team. It's it's weird how undermined the Pac-12 has been throughout this entire process. Yeah. I, especially when the Big Ten gets all the love and the publicity and how great it's and, and like all those teams team basically left. lost. Yeah. Was it? It's just it's just Michigan now it's left. Just or one, there's it's one just other one. Team it's one team. And actually, if you look it up, like I think that besides like an outlier, like the Pac-12 is still considered the like either the bottom. Like the four teams remaining, are power like, five or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're still they're still considered like the shit teams. So maybe they will yeah. be. Maybe after this round, there'll only be one left. Who knows? But well, I I I think it's horseshit that these teams are playing against each other, and I think it's hilarious that the Big Ten or whatever Big Twelve, whatever the fuck they are, yeah, have no teams left. Speaking of, Michigan is playing Florida State University, a team I know nothing about, uh, but one that we chose to get this far. So congratulations. That had to have been all you, because it definitely had nothing to do with me. Florida State's a, it's a, they always kind of have the same team. You know, we were talking about um, sort of templates of teams over the years, you know, with, you know, white college point guards and stuff. But Florida State kind of has, they have like really big athletic players. Um, they I usually have a couple like tall, like center types, like power forwards. I haven't watched them, but I They're don't, always super athletic. They play really hard, good defense. You know, that's kind of their staples. Um, I, they're not always great and fun to watch. Uh, and Michigan made it to this point, so I'm I'm sort of hard pressed to go against Michigan because they're playing well enough without one of their better players who's injured and probably is not coming back. I, Michigan State is the, probably the team that could give them could kind of give them a run and probably beat them and, and give them problems. Um, I think, but it, you know, it's Florida State plus two and a half, so you know it's, it sounds like it's going to be a close game here. I so think Michi- I, I think this has got to be a Michigan win. I I watched the Colorado Georgetown game and I'd be I'll I'll give it to you. Georgetown wasn't a well-equipped team to play. They're probably tired as well. Colorado right. did not impress me. They scored 96, but I, did, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't... I, yeah, I let's go with Michigan, because I, I didn't love I, what they Michigan's got to be one of the better teams in the country. Um, and, and so plus far, two feels it. like a gift, or two and a half, or whatever. Minus two and a half feels like a gift to me. Okay. Great. All right. We got Texas. No, sorry. Nope. UCLA, Bama, right? Yeah. I, um, I also don't know anything about Alabama. What's the line on this? Actually, that's interesting. So it, now it's on DraftKings. It says UCLA plus seven, but it's grayed out. Like you can't actually click on it. Oh, it's closed. COVID. I don't know. Hmm. So, uh, but this one, I mean, I would go Alabama uh, all day. Okay. Even even with this point spread, um, I think Bama's so they're good. And I, I guess in the UCLA team, I just you know UCLA is like Cronin is the is the coach. He, he you know it Cincinnati. It's like you slow it down. You play a really hard, tough defense. You play a slow paced offense. Um, it's a gift, but, dude. They're playing a play in team. They've played a fucking a fifteen. They played a ten. Yeah. And now they're playing an eleven. Like they're this I, is, they're I don't know what they're they're playing on on 
God's grace or yeah. something here. I don't, I don't know see, what they're doing. I don't but see Alabama, I, if they don't win this game and blow UCLA out, then then there's problems. Then UCLA's uh, like a team of destiny. They destiny. just they yeah, probably right. aren't. All right, Baylor at Nova. Nova, uh, not unlike the uh, the Alabama, hasn't played anyone right. at all. They've played right. a 12, they've played a 13, and now they get yeah. a 1. So go fuck yourself, Nova. <laughs> Baylor minus 7.5. Baylor looks, I don't know if you watch them, but they look so good. They're going to whoop fucking Nova's ass so goddamn hard. There is not a world where no, now will Nova cover? Maybe. They're not fucking yeah. winning. Yeah. This is a this is a I I I did some shifty fucking money line work last night and uh <laughs> this is definitely in there. It's in all yeah. of my parlay. Okay, so. great. I think we're in agreement. And I just great. fucking want Nova to lose so goddamn I want them to be exposed for the pieces of shit that they are. <laughs> uh here's the boring game of the week. Arkansas at Oral <laughs> or against Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, a school in the, a school founded and named after a televangelist. Yeah, who everyone, who milked everybody for bi- millions of yeah, dollars. Who everybody can't get enough of. Cannot yeah. get. I can't believe this is like a story that people are like. I, Oral Roberts just. I feel good about him. Uh, <laughs> they're, I, I, That's good Christian kids. I'm gonna assume Arkansas wins. What, what's the line? Arkansas minus eleven. Uh, now I've watched Arkansas. I think both games actually. Oh, you have. They're they're a little tough to watch because they're a little kind of sloppy and messy at times. But once they kind of get rolling and get going, they can also play. I was surprised that at, at some point in that uh, was it the first game they were losing to. I don't remember who it was. Um, they were about to lose that. They were like losing halfway through the first half, and then they then they just turned the defense on. And I was like, oh, you guys can play defense too, actually, a little bit here. So Arkansas could be a really sneaky good team here to even go to the final four if like they're it. if they're rolling and playing both ends of, of the court they're really tough how about an arkansas alabama final <laughs> oh, so boring. oh that's all we need so boring <laughs> all right i'm gonna take i'm gonna trust your judgment on that in fact i'm gonna trust your judgment on the next one because you seem like you've got opinions loyola against oregon state i love yeah. the plus set i love the plus seven but you're telling me i'm stupid no 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 i to, to cover I, I i think i like i, I like to cover um, that's, I think that's a good cover there. Um, or, I still haven't Jean, watched Oregon State. Sister Jean's going to be in the grade eight. I mean, Loyola Chicago's on a roll. They're playing well. I, everyone keeps saying that they were, they were disrespected and underseeded as an eight. They should have been higher, like a six, even a five, maybe, I think. Um, I, and I watched them, I watched them beat, uh, Illinois and that was, like they gross. handled them. It was gross. Yeah. Like, like Illinois didn't even like they were, you know, the commentators kept saying like, Oh, I don't know. You know, they should, they should make a comeback or, or go on a roll here. I kept like, waiting turn the for game it. at some point that never happened. It was never going to happen. It was obvious. Yeah. Like that was, ne- they were never going to come back. They just couldn't, they just didn't have it. And, um, loyal was clicking, man. Like they could, they could, they did everything right. And I don't know if they could do that again. I, they don't have to against Oregon state though at this point. So, so I, um, I, Okay, let me just it's an interesting play. one here. It's because it's right. It's a twelve-eight matchup. Like, can I play? Can I know. play the? Can I play the devil's advocate though a little bit? Sure. Yeah. Besides yeah. beating Illinois, who might have been an overrated team, which and, and doing so handily, they beat a kind of not impressive Georgia Tech or Georgia Tech team that no, that no. like Pittsburgh beat. Like I, right. I Georgia Tech also had their. I think their best player was out that game. Oregon State beat Tennessee a five a five team by fourteen and then beat Oklahoma State who we both liked a lot by ten. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, those are real wins. Like the like, I, and the only and, thing I know Loyola, about Wisconsin is like if they they keep shooting, like they're really good three point shooters, they're not going to lose. Yeah, but if they go cold, they're going to get crushed. I think. I just see. So it's just a matter of like, can they keep their hot hands going from three point shooting? I guess. I would love to see the fucking Beavers win. All right, game. let's take the Beavers. Let's go. Let's go. Pack ten. Keep the pack ten rolling. Yeah. Let's get. Why not? Go Beavs. I don't right. a good beaver. And then the game of the week, Cuse at Houston. I don't know what Cuse is getting on this one. I'm oh, guessing double God. digits. Um, it's Syracuse is getting six and a half. Uh, if Houston can't, it's just fucking Syracuse. Because it's like come tournament time, player, teams really don't play against a really good 2-3 zone defense. And they, they, teams have, can't like seem to adjust for one game. And can't game plan against it. I, I don't, I can't, but I, which doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how can you not figure out how to play against an old ass country fucking defense from a hundred years it ago? It does feel, oh, you have to be a disciplined offense, which Houston isn't. They do, they came real close to losing to Rutgers, but they played probably the worst game they possibly could. If they put up that performance, they'll lose to Cuse. But I, yeah, right. I think some time off. This definitely feels like the upset of the day. Like, it definitely feels like it could be the upset of the day. Yeah. I just don't believe it. I really, Still, I'm. I can't. A, I can't go Syracuse. I just can't go Syracuse. Me neither. So I think we're in agreement on that one as well. Like, yeah, that's and that would actually make me happy. I think that all of those teams getting through, that's maybe just the tournament I want to see. Yeah, I don't know if that's the tournament. It will I don't care about any other team winning or losing except for Gonzaga, maybe. But as long as Syracuse doesn't go to the final fucking four, yeah, like it, uh, like I. That's the crazy thing, right? Because it's Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State. Houston and Syracuse. One of those four teams is going to the final four and it just feels like it's a Syracuse kind of a run. That can't happen. Right. But as long, Oh man, Mm. but what a storyline father, son, (laughs) oldest, oldest coach in the tournament. Yeah. Just maybe he'll have a heart attack and die on the court or something. And we can just be done with Bayheim. God, I'd give anything I'd give, I'd give, I'd love it. I'd love it. If, if the, if Buddy Beheim got in a DUI and killed just his dad. <laughs> oh, it kind of, uh, didn't Beheim uh, do that to somebody? <laughs> I think Beheim did kill somebody. Yeah, I think he got, it was, yeah, he did. And then they all made it go away because of Syracuse. Yeah. Um, let's jump to the NBA really quickly because we're, okay. we're, we're doing really great and we're moving right along. The trade deadline just happened, went and passed, mm. uh, came, it went. What uh, another stinker. It didn't feel great. People, I, you know, like, I, I, I didn't actually look into this, but I, I was thinking about this. It's like, was there ever really, like, there used to be, like, really exciting trade deadlines with big, big, powerful trades. And, and like, like multiple traded. teams. Like, it right. used to be, like, oh, all these crazy players, like, shifting around and, like, changing the landscape of teams. I felt like it was a very safe trade deadline. Players, yeah, like, the last couple of years, it's, it's, always, it's always more of a disappointment than anything. And weird, weird. It's overhyped. It always gets overhyped. I mean, I'm. I think Fournier going to the Celtics feels like they upgraded mm. a little bit. Um, I don't know. I understand Vucevic, Vucevic going to uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. That makes. They've got too many bigs there. They don't know what to do with them. Also, does Orlando doesn't know what to do with draft picks? So what the fuck are they doing? Like, well, they can't develop anybody. So, yeah, but so, then they don't want to trade anybody, and then they hang on to them, and then they have like I know. twenty guys on the team that are all, they all playing, playing like power position. forwards. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> yeah, Aaron. I like when Aaron Gordon is the biggest name being traded. You know, it's sort of like and that was, and he gets traded to Denver. I know it's so disappointing. I love Aaron Gordon. I'm always gonna ride. I love him too. But now he's with Michael Porter Jr. It's and they're battling clogged. for playing time. It's clogged. That team's. I don't think that team improved. I, 
I think that's a and good... And then Houston, like, tr- get, like, trading Oladipo for nobody. Well, d- yeah. The b- the biggest piece in the Harden trade, besides the, like, four first-round draft picks. But but they could have had Jared Allen and, and Karis LeVert. It makes no sense. It makes, makes no, sense. no sense. What they could have got. They could have had LeVert. I mean, who maybe has you, cancer, but they, they, I can't imagine you you couldn't have found a better trade for Oladipo and got him at least more draft picks or something out of it. It felt like such a such a like a a. a, a they, I think they panicked. I think they well, were they tried to and pay him, and he said, "Give me the fuck out of here." Which is, yeah, which is but a, then they waited too long to trade him because they thought they could get a better deal, and it turned out they didn't. And I, a lot of these guys, I think they outsmart themselves where they think they can wait. The longer they wait, the better deal they're going to get. And then other people are like, actually, we don't really don't want Oladipo because he's probably a free agent, so we're not going to pay too much for him. And I, Houston overplayed their hand. I don't. I didn't love that. I mean, that's that trade. I don't. I still don't. I don't even like Oladipo where he landed, though. I don't think it's like in Miami. No, I don't even think he might. I think he might not be good. And I've yeah, all, I've been a big defender yeah. of him, but I yeah, you have. I I really don't. I. There's a chance he like post injury he's he is I, especially on that team I think he gets a little sort of lost in the shuffle. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think yeah. I I think that there was a I th- I think Miami was so hell bent on getting Lowry that they just pulled the trigger on anything. And I think that that's why I was so impressed with Daryl Morey just being like, "Oh, you know what? Fuck off. I'm going to get this yeah. guy." You don't We'll have you, a little depth, a little bench pieces, uh backup point I'm guard. Not up I, two, I like I'm not George giving up two first. And 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 picking up a twenty five million dollar a year player who's gonna who wants to stay and will be gone in in thirty seven years I I don't know I or in, when the time he's thirty seven like I don't I don't love George Hill they definitely needed a point guard I think it's the Duke can shoot threes and he can he can give you some minutes it's a great I, price it's, it's a great price it's a great price and they didn't give up any players that I love I think I've loved. What I mean, they didn't give up any players, period, really. I mean, they're not, like, worth a damn. No. Tony Bradley, who played himself into a trade value which uh, recently, which I think is great, like, good for him. I, I, they gave up a couple of useless picks, and they got a player that, like, fills the, fills the void. I, I'm, and Doc can play with this team, or Doc can coach this team. I, yeah, right. I, I think the moves that Maury's made since he's been here have been awesome. I loved, I loved getting Danny Green for Big Al. I love... I love getting Seth Curry for mm-hmm. for for Josh Richardson. Both those mm-hmm. players have really impacted this team way more. And honestly, like a lot of this probably has to do with the fact that Brett Brown's not there. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I I I hate to be like, oh, I like the the reserved version of Daryl Morey, but it beats the shit out of like Elton Brand just fucking guessing. Right, right, and and trading away young players just to get something a little like you know. Yeah, potentially, you know, like, right. They, I think I always feel like those, it's sort of like when these college basketball players, you know, play well in the tournament and they get drafted, like you were saying, it's like they're kind of trading for past value and, and hype yeah. a lot of the times. And I think the smart teams like Philly this year sort of didn't, you just don't make any trades or you make little trades, right? To improve your depth or improve, you know, like your rotation or maybe like, maybe this guy can help us, but if he, I'm not overpaying for him and if he can't, and if he's actually not worth, then he can just sit, you know, he's on the bench and he's not sort of taking up time or space away from other sort of players. Yeah. And I think that's the really smart thing to do. Like, you know, like the Nets I, on, obviously couldn't do anything. The Lakers couldn't really make too much of, of a trade, right? Because they don't have, they're a little, they're a little strapped. Um, well, the Lakers are going after Lowry, according to right. rumors. But, but that, right. Or that, but you know, like they could, like they, if they could have gotten Lowry for contiguous Pope and, and Schroeder, like I thought that would have been a steal, actually. You know who the Lakers 
uh, you know the the Lakers are so fucking bad. Like they needed somebody. They something. need somebody. But they're also like, but they also know that like Davis comes back, LeBron comes back, and they're fine. Yeah, they're great. Right. But and they're, and they're, I think that's the, and I think terrible. that was sort of the Sixers mentality too. It's like we don't really have to make any trades, but we can make these little trades that that maybe kind of help us a little bit. I that's why personally I don't like the Celtics Fournier trade because Fournier doesn't move the needle at all. The guy's a role player at this point. He's he just happens to be starting on a terrible Orlando team. Yeah, getting for the most part. Like he's not I don't think he's a great three point shooter. I think he's more of a mid range kind of a guy. Like I don't I don't think he really does anything for them. I think Ainge just felt like he had to fill a, a trade exemption, a well, $20 million trade exemption for 27 that, or whatever it was. It was you know, like that, he, I felt like he made a move just to make a move. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. And I loved, I loved them scooping up Mo Wagner or Wagner. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you'd get rid of Tice. That guy's such a Celtic. Right. But, but they did. Right. Yeah. I think the I, Celtic, I feel, yeah, so I feel I like the they Celtics, made moves because they felt like they had to the do Celtics something. Celtics ride, I think might be over. I loved everything the Raptors did. I'm convinced that, Maybe they were just fucking with everybody and getting them to like focus on Lowry and never had any intended intention of getting rid of him. I don't know. Well, it sounds like Lowry was okay staying, and I think that was a deciding factor. Like I, I feel like they had too many options there to to make trades, and they didn't like anything enough to, that they weren't like, all right, we're not going to force this. We're they not going to force Lowry so away because he wanted to stay. They, I don't know if that was true value or if they really believed that he was worth that, but I just no fucking way. Like no yeah. way, they wanted two two first Maxi and fucking and Matisse for Philly. Yeah, Makes no sense. Well, the two yeah, so the two for rumors Lowry with the, with the, Lake, the Lakers one. If you got Schroeder, guard, shoot first guard. No. If you got Schroeder for Lowry, I think you have to make that trade. Definitely right. And the other one with Miami is like Duncan Robinson was basically they were like we'll give you Duncan Robinson for Lowry. If you're not taking Duncan Robinson, then I think you're dumb as well. I agree. Even though, like, I'm not necessarily so high on Duncan Robinson, but with with they wanted what hero. he's shown, they wanted hero. Right, you're not getting hero. Take Duncan Robinson, be happy. <laughs> I, I like that take. Yeah, I also didn't feel like anything. I was like, as as the d- trades were unfolding, I was like, oh wait, there's no one interesting being traded this trade deadline. Yeah, actually, the best trade actually might have been with the Clippers getting Rondo. I can't decide if who wins that trade. Ron, they gave up a lot for Rondo. What did they? I mean, it was it was Lou Williamson and, t- and Lou Williamson, which two, I, I don't think he seconds. was fitting there anymore. No, well, he's a fucking train wreck. But and 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 two seconds, I think. Yeah, in two seconds, whatever. You can always get second round picks. I think I like the idea of Lou. So Iverson took Lou under his wing, right? That was his guy. Okay, like that was like Lou Williams. Lou Williams was his protege, and now Lou can 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 mentor Trey. Mm. Show them the strip clubs. Yeah. Tell them how get to buy wings. a car and never get a lease or never get a never get it get it registered. Yeah. I like shoot threes. Shoot. Like, yeah. Just start chucking. Just shoot. Be a six man. Like I think I th- I love this move for Atlanta. I think it it creates the most bizarre team chemistry ever. And I'm they've got such a yeah. They they were signing guys left and right in the off season. It's like uh, yeah. Like Rondo the Rondo signing was weird. I fucking hate Rondo. I like. I mean, I, listen. I don't like Rondo either. I go back and forth on him, but fuck exactly. him. That guy just needs to fucking. Go, I, res- like, I respect his game though because I he just keeps. He doesn't ever. It's not consistent. He only plays. Yeah, one, but he, still thinks he, sh- he, can he play shows up in the playoffs. He steps up. I think he'll be good for the Clippers actually to give him sort of that one guy. And then you get you now you got Rondo and uh, what's his name. Uh, uh, the backup point guard do now. He can be the backup who's a fucking who's like a crazier version of Rondo on the Clippers. Beverly. Oh yeah, Pat Beverly. Pat Bev. Wait, is every Laker from last year on the Clippers this year? 
Well, Pat Bev was a Clipper last year. He's been a Clipper for a I long time. I thought Pat Beverly would. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of Wesley Matthews. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Wesley Matthews. I'm actually a little disappointed the Bucks didn't make try to make a bigger trade somewhere along the line. And and they they need help. They need to improve that. They need to change that team. They suck. Like, I'm I'm like and then and then Spurs, like not trading like DeRozan somewhere. Like I feel like I DeRozan needs to go that. to like a contending team. DeRozan could come to Philly any day. We'll make room for him. We'll get rid of Tob- Tobias. Fuck you, Tobias. Get out of here. I know you're having a good season, but get out of here. Make room for DeRozan. <laughs> I give anything for DeRozan. DeRozan yeah. as a sixer, I would be first in DeRozan line. needs to go somewhere like on a contending team and get, you know, get a, you know, Lowry got his chip. No, and they traded DeRozan away. Why can't DeRozan? Lowry gets a trip. Now DeRozan needs to DeRozan goes to LA. God, LeBron would have a boner. That'd be a great, a great fit. That'd be a perfect fit. The third guy mm-hmm. taking mid range J's clogging the lane. <laughs> love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't love any, any of the big, any of the moves. I, I, I don't know who's better. I watched that Bucks Celtics game last night. I'm got a real issue with Giannis. He fucking puts up seven in the first like three quarters, and then the end of the third quarter he puts like two buckets in, and he's like bitching at his fans to be more excited. There's two two thousand of them in the fucking crowd, and he's and like the the Celtics were were actually laughing at him for like trying to get pumped up. Like what the fuck? Let's do this. Let's. And then, of course, they fourth quarter, they come out completely flat and do nothing. And he just takes days off. And I, I just, he's, he thinks he's like a, I'm, I'm just out on him. I'm, the guy just, All right. two-time All right. MVP, I think at this point is overrated. I've, I honestly think he's a stat-catching dude who's a fucking second round out every fucking playoffs. I don't, I, I think that guy's going to go down in history as Carl fucking Malone. Like, that's, that's what he, that's his future. That's his future, I, in my in, in my opinion, in my honest I, God's honest opinion. I I I don't necessarily disagree with you. Like I think he might be right. He's, he's like he needs he needs th- that team needs to be different. He needs help. He needs like so I told I told you help. I told you earlier this week. I like put DeRozan on the Bucks, and I think they're a much better team because DeRozan can help close out games for him. Drew and it's Holl- not all on John. Drew Holiday yeah. is wasted there. It's not the team for him. He's not that guy. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not the and right like fit. Chris Middleton is not. Chris Middleton, Middleton might be a really also, good player. He's, also, got to go. Middleton, should, go. Middleton should be a fucking raptor where he belongs. Like he's a raptor, such a yeah, and true yeah, raptor. yeah, or, or, a, or, or a spur. Yeah, that guy is just a. You trade DeRozan for Middleton, and I think you got something. Oh shit, that's a fucking trade right there. Straight that's up, that's what I was hoping. For. Both of those teams better. But yeah, I'm fucking. The, they the, also might need the to get rid of their coach because as much as I sort of like to also dog shit. And the big ragu needs to go fucking somewhere else too. Like that's that's yeah. all, that guy gets clowned on the regular. And I'm a fucking I'm I'm a Divincenzo apologist. But yeah. That dude gets yeah. fucking worked. He cannot play D, and he and he he like he's playing beyond his means, and he just needs to go. Also, a tournament. Like let's close the show on this. He's the <laughs> ultimate tournament <laughs> fucking white boy who <laughs> had a, who. Went, got drafted way too fucking high, settled in the G League, has had some moments, but he's not a fucking NBA. He's not a starter on any fucking team. No, he's not a starter. He's not. He's and not. No. Uh, just, like Delavadova. Well, Delavadova Deliva Do- didn't play in the tournament, though, right? No, too? No, but he, fit, he fits, Ugh, right fits the, fits he, the mold, though. He fits Ugh. the mold. Uh, all right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. You, I mean, we both still like Gonzaga to win it all. Uh, yeah. I will say this. I I won a little money uh, yesterday 
on the uh, on Wales, winning the Six Nations Rugby Tournament. Nice. Yeah. Wait, was that part of your like big parlay too? It was. It was the parlay. Nice. The parlay still rides. Nice. The parlay still what's, the rides. La- what's the final piece of that puzzle? Sixers have to win the conference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sixers right. have to win the conference. At this uh, point, listen, the Nets. Oh, and West, I, Ham, I West Ham has to finish top six, and fucking Arsenal's really, really fucked me on that one. Oh, so, all right, yeah. all right, all right. So there's two. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, listen, the Sixers realistically could 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 win that th- the division easily. Well, let's just keep our fingers crossed. The Nets, the Nets might not be healthy enough to play in the playoffs, so they'll um, be fine. The only thing that 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 the Nets don't have going for them is they've got the worst coach in the NBA. <laughs> Makes no sense. Dan Dan Tony is a pretty bad coach. They're both they're both so fucking useless. It's hilarious. Listen, with that much talent on that team, I don't know if you really need that coach. It's like a bad. It's a bad. Just get out of the room. Like a a bad movie plot. They're like, what happens when you have an ex player and his shitty ex coach (laughs) running the most talented team in NBA history? Honestly, I think you just have to make the substitution decisions, and and that's it. That's your coaching moves. Nash is just no when does like substitute players. Yeah, and my boy Nick Claxton is getting a lot of more run here now, and and it's Nick proof- Claxton is overrated. Why is he getting so much credit right now? That dude, because I- here, well, okay, he he might be getting too much credit, but here's my proof, and I, I we've talked about this before, and I've mentioned this before, is that you don't overpay centers, right? They had Jared Allen, they drafted him, they developed him for four years, and then you move on so you don't pay him $20 million a year like the Houston Rockets did with Clint Capella. It's because you can always find another guy in the draft, even in the second round, who can come in and do basically the same thing, if not better. Well said. uh, uh, For that sort of position. And it's it's proof like you just you 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 bring one guy in and you just you it's a it's a loop. You just bring you just keep bringing guys in every four to five years. Okay. And you don't overpay that position anymore. I'm glad you. I, that's a very astute, great, great. Well right. Said. So Nick, like Nick Claxton can 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 get overrated and hyped because he's he's, he's filling it. that role he's, that need because he and he's listen he is really talented and I think he can shoot the threes, rebound, defend, block shots, all that kind of stuff. He's I love that guy. I like him. I like his potential more than I like Jared Allen's potential actually. Oh, ooh, all right. That's a mic drop right there. Ladies, let's get this shit published so we can. I'm uh, out. So, <laughs> well done. Have a great weekend, y'all.